tomorrow, just got the notification. 2019 Prism Draft Picks Basketball First Off the Line is releasing on Panini.com. So for all you out there that are in the flip game on First Off the Line boxes, get your bots ready if you have them. <laughs> yes. Sam, you hear that? Since my roommate just joined, get on Panini.com. Get us a box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow uh, what morning. time is that at? It's at 10 Central Time, 11 Eastern Time. Okay. 11 Eastern time for those of us that are in the superior time zone. Yeah. Until I'm back, until I'm back in the central time, then uh, <laughs> then that will be the superior time zone. Exactly. Um, wherever Nate is. Uh, 10, 10, Sam, on Panini. No, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah, you got to go to panini.com and then, or paniniamerica.net, maybe. I don't remember what their URL is. And then on there you can go to first off the line under products and it'll be there and those will for sure be flipping because the opt or the contenders draft picks did i'm sure that people would rather get prism rookies than a zion insert rookie uh james you hear that do it he just joined too so <laughs> uh how much how much do they go for aaron Ooh, i'll check right now actually i'll go on online and figure it out also the Wait. url the URL is paniniamerica.net, and you go to store in the top, and then you go to first off the line, and then you click that, and they are 120 Pretty good price. 120 You'd so, easily, easily get like 250 for that. Oh, for sure. Probably 300 even maybe more. The, the contenders had five autographs also. Granted, they were on card for the big guys. These will be sticker autographs. There's five autographs per box, and it's also, and the contenders was going for like 450 the day of release. Um, so if you can't, okay, granted, keep in mind, if you're going to do this, know that you have a very, very small shot of actually getting one. Um, very, very, very minuscule. So don't go in there expecting to make 100, 200 bucks just like clockwork. But it's worth if a you're shot. Lucky, you are. Yeah, I mean, it's worth I mean, a shot. <laughs> my brother got a box one time. He made uh Thousand five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was National <laughs> Trophy basketball. Yeah, yeah. It was it was extremely extremely lucky. But yeah. Hey, one of you in here might get it. There's 16 people. Exactly. Odds are not great still, but whatever. Um, yeah. I guess we'll. Uh, hey, Spencer Cards, what's up? I saw that wave. Uh, basketball Card Paradise asks. Can you talk about Fox PSA 10 silvers being 400? Yeah, so he, he, he DMs me a lot telling me and giving me updates on them. Um, I must say, I think that they are not $400. I know every single time you DM me, the last time some buy nows are going for 390 but the last auction I looked at sold for 330 So they're not quite a consistent 400 even though I think that that's crazy. Um, can, we, you, can we talk about them being 330 yeah, we can. I can say that that's – well, actually, one just hit 400 again, so now they're back up to 400. Hey, yo. That's crazy. Um, I do think that that's a little odd considering that uh, immaculate rookie patch autographs, number 99 of De'Aaron Fox, the true patch autograph is like 350 to $400, which is on par with the silver PSA 10 and like the Tatum immaculate patch autos, like $800 compared to 300 so clearly, this is a <laughs> deficiency here. That if I if I had a deer and fox and I bought it for like 150, right at the end of the season or something, I would probably sell that thing because there's a chance that once this demand for these prism deer and fox cards, which are mostly just the silver and the base, goes down, it's definitely 
a deficiency in the market, much like the PSA 10 LeBron uh, tops Chrome versus the 9.5. I feel like these are going to level off back down. And while De'Aaron Fox is a very nice player, uh, I'm sure you might agree with me. I mean, how much is Damian Lillard, right? Well, it's, is... a, it's a little different because Lillard's is 2012 when there's like no silvers. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just it's just one of those things where while he's a very nice player and could be an all star for many years, <coughs> it's not like he's Giannis or yeah. he's Anthony Davis or he's Carl Anthony Towns or. Let me take a step back and say that I absolutely love De'Aaron Fox. I think it's super exciting and fun to watch. It's just when I look at the silver and the base compared to what other stuff is selling for and what they used to sell for comparatively, um, it just doesn't make sense to me to market. But I really like him as a player. And then also, someone just asked, I know this might skip a couple of questions, but just because Nate and I literally has talked about this on the podcast, serious question, want to invest in Pache, but I feel like he could develop into a Jackie Bradley Jr. type. Thoughts? Nate, go. We just we, we literally just talked about this, and you yeah. are very correct. Uh, Christian Pache is one of those guys that is a top prospect, not only because he obviously has – He's young, he's in AAA, he's tantalizing upside, but also because he has an extremely, extremely high floor. Uh, think of him as a guy that's going to be a two-win player based on his defense alone, and then he hit 277 with a three, what was it, 40-something, on 340 on base and a yeah. four... 450-something. Oh, yeah, 460, 430, 440, 450, 460, something slugging. I think it was like 435. I it's could be four, wrong. On that. 462. I have it right in front of me. 462. Okay. I was wrong on that. Um, you know, if he keeps doing that, and that was double A AA and triple A combined, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so he had a little bit worse of a time in triple A. I think it was like a 411 slugging. If he puts up those numbers, don't expect him to be an $80 player because people just aren't going to play for defense. He turns into one of those guys that's a very nice player to have on your team. Um, think Nick Madrigal, uh, but not a nice player to invest in. There's a difference between good investments and good baseball players. There's a lot of good baseball players I'd love to have on my team that I would never spend a dollar on investment-wise. Uh, <coughs> Christian Pache was weird this year. He got to AAA where the juice baseball should have helped him, and he hit one home run out of his 12, 11, 12, 12. on the season. 12 on the season. Uh, so that didn't help him. Don't know really what to think about that. Base running was terrible. He stole eight bases, got caught 11 times. Um, so he, he has a really high floor. He was only 20 and playing in AAA, but I guess you have to consider, you have to think to yourself, is his offensive upside, specifically power, uh, good enough where I'm not investing in a guy that's hitting 280 with a 350 on base and a 450 slugging because that's an 800 OPS with good defense. Is that worth more than $80? Probably not. A lot of guys put up 800 OPSs and a lot of people that are investing don't care about defense whatsoever. Um, so that's the way I look at Christian Pache. There's a very small opportunity for him to go up um, if he gets some more of his power there's a lot better opportunity for him to go down. Yeah, and then one other thing is that he is only 20, and he's playing in leagues way above his uh, age where he should be playing at. I, I mentioned that. Did you? Okay, I just missed it. Yeah, it's like a seven-year age gap between the average age in AAA and mm -hmm. uh, 
him right now. <clears throat> so you got to remember that. It's just, it's just, I don't, I obviously could be wrong, but I don't think he's suddenly going to become a 550 slugger. Yeah. Right. Now, if his eye keeps increasing and he becomes a 450 slugger with a 400 on base, uh, tune completely changes. Right. But totally agree. for him right now to get a 400 on base, he needs like a 330 slugging, I mean, a 330 average, and I just don't see that happening. Um, but then again, nobody saw Christian Yelich becoming a 44 home run hitter in the major leagues and missing and missing 30 games. So, you know, anything can happen. Uh, you just have to believe in the guy. Yeah. All right. Um, he, he, he just said, you guys are the best. Thank you for the response. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, ACC cards, Alec Thomas thoughts. Um, Alec Thomas was obviously a hot name to begin the season. Uh, Diamond, <coughs> sorry, Diamondbacks outfielder. Uh, had a very good year in the Midwest League, hit 312, 393 with a 479 uh, slugging. Had a much worse time in the California uh, League with a 255 batting average, 327 on base, and a 340 slugging. The nice thing is his on base was still 70 points higher than his batting average. If he ups that batting average, uh, you know, you're looking at you're looking at uh, a very solid on base guy, especially out of center field. Uh, power is not spectacular, but has some speed. Got caught stealing a lot. 15 for a, 15 stolen bases, 11 caught stealing. But a lot of the, a lot of the stolen bases with Christian Pache has to do with coaching. You get coached up correctly and uh, He'll be fine. He's still super young, 19 years old. I would not expect him to be <coughs> uh, great at, uh, you know, judging uh, pickoff attempts and stuff like that um, and getting good jumps. Um, Alec Thomas, let me switch over to his Fangraphs page here real quick. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I personally have never been a huge Alec Thomas fan. Just the power. The power is not uh, what I like to invest in. You know, ten home runs over a full season is fine, but I don't know if there's going to be much more out of there. Uh, Fangraphs gives him a forty game power, which uh, I used to have the numbers in my head. Forty has now changed. It used to be like fifty game power is probably fifteen home runs in a season. I'd say 50 game power is now uh, 20 plus home runs in a season. So you're probably looking at 40 game power. It's going to be like 15 home runs as long as they keep the juice baseball. But he struck out 31% of the time in high A in his 23 game cup of tea. I just don't know how I feel about Alex Thomas. I can't really speak on him. I think I've been colored a little bit the wrong way. He's probably better than I'm expecting, but I personally just don't like him. Aaron, do you got any thoughts on him? Not much more than what you said. I mean, it depends on what his prices are going for, too. I know that he started off low and jumped up a lot. Liked him when he was around, like, 15 bucks. Not as much when he was around, like, 50 I can't necessarily say to how much um, it's worth now. Yeah. And then – He just, he just seems, like a, he seems like the type of guy that's decent at a lot of things, mm -hmm. but not really great at any one thing, which is an issue. Right. <laughs> Trey Young NBA Prism rookie cards rise at start of season. Yes, they are going up. That's a fact. 
Um, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., a good buy. Uh, all offseason, I never really thought to talk about him a whole lot or recommend him or DM people about him, mostly just because I think the guy's made of glass. Uh, obviously, him and his family had just cursed with injuries. And Nate and I talk about all the time a very key attribute is being able to play. <laughs> yeah, general. people don't really – People don't really think of health as an attribute. They think of it as just like, oh, he got unlucky. Oh, you know, injured this, injured that. You know, he'll be fine next year, play a full season. Michael Porter seems like one of those guys that might never play a full season. Well, yeah, he's got a ton of talent, clearly. He was number one ranked player coming out of high school. I mean, he would have won top five if he was healthy or just wasn't injury prone. This is the type of thing where I could easily be wrong and he could be healthy for a 20-game stretch. He puts up crazy numbers for 20 games, his cards jump. But I can't really even predict that, so I'll just speak on the fact of, like, a full-season outlook, and it's most likely that he will not play above 65 games, 60 to 65 games. So uh, brief, was, brief, no, yep. brief note here on MPJ. <clears throat> he has a decent shot at the starting small forward gig in uh, Denver. Will Barton is injured right now. Will Barton was injured last year and terrible. Um, so I don't – he does not have the inside track right now. They've got uh, Hernan Gomez – or Hernan Gomez, right? Um, yeah. Who isn't spectacular at any one thing, which works against him because Tory Craig – he's a center. No, he's, he's, he, he's in line for their small forward game. Oh, right. um, <clears throat> I mean, I think he can play multiple positions. He's only 6'9". Uh, yeah. uh, Torrey Craig is their best defender at their position, and he's apparently been shooting really well in uh, training camp. So Torrey K- Craig probably has the inside track on the position, specifically because Mike Malone really likes him. Mike Malone? It is Mike Malone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there is Michael Porter Jr. That's the real wild card. If He's obviously the best offensively. Torrey Craig's the best defensively. Torrey Craig has the trust and no health issues, but Michael Porter Jr. obviously has the most upside. So it's really probably Torrey Craig's job to lose right now, but Michael Porter Jr.'s job to easily win. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that it can't work out. I'm just saying it's a gamble. It's a gamble. It, 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 it could work really, out. Really what I was trying to get at also is that yeah. right now, between health and also not really being in line to start the season – as a starter with Torrey Craig being uh, looking as a starter and having good news about Torrey Craig coming out of the, out of the uh, preseason so far. So what up, Rob Asher worlds in the house. Nate, I'm going to try to fly through some of these questions. Just because they're backing up a little bit. Um, My bad. No, that's too a lot of explanations. Yeah. So someone said, can you talk about Fox blue ice uh, number 99 from prison? Why did they go up so much? I do know that, one was listed $1,000 for PSA 10 Blue Ice. I think it probably sold. Um, I think it's just moving up with the whole deer and fox swinging. The Prison Blue Ice, number 99, are probably some of the most desired non, like, number 25 parallels. So, like, more attainable, yet still really expensive. Prison Parallel, the Blue Ice, is the most in demand. Um, and then we have a question. Best basketball Prism Silver PSA 10 to buy right now for this season? Probably the same answer I've given for the past four months is Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, he just played in his first preseason game the other day, went 18 points, nine rebounds, didn't look into the stats too deeply just because preseason game. Um, but I really think that there's some good potential there. They have one up, though, 
start talking about them probably around 25 now three four months later they're around 45 so just know that you're buying after they went up around 20 bucks but i still think that there is potential there um best get... bet best bet is speed mikhailuk so <laughs> all right nate kansas stinks um <laughs> got a question here do you guys collect or just flip cards uh really neither um I, well actually not true i do collect cards nate has it some kansas jayhawks uh, that he collects between Frank Mason, Speed McKay Luke, uh, that crappy guy, Thomas Robinson, some guys like that. I've got a huge Christian Yelich collection, uh, lots of Brewer stuff, some Giannis stuff. I have a ton of soccer cards too, so that's really what I'm in the game of flipping right now. But nothing like football, basketball, baseball. We don't do any buying or selling of that, really, unless it's like Yelich or Giannis for myself. Someone said, Ben, investing in a lot of high-end Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson RPAs. Do you think I hold on to both or try to unload when they are high this season? You hear that one? Uh, no, I sorry, I was looking around for something. What'd you say? Yeah, I got. I'm gonna read this to you, and then you answer. But investing in a lot of high-end RPAs of both Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson, do you think I hold on to both or try to unload when they are high this season? I'm always a big fan of unloading. If you're making money, unload. Because as we've seen with Gardner Minshew, despite the fact that his prisms haven't come out yet, and we've seen with Mason Rudolph. And we've seen uh, with Daniel a bunch Jones. of guys. Now, the, the, one, the one caveat is Patrick Mahomes. There's always a guy next in line that you can make money off of. The big worry is that you, you can make money off these guys. You hold on. Lamar Jackson ends up playing a bunch of better teams than the Dolphins and stuff, and he goes down. He had a poor performance last, this past week, uh, and you end up, you know, maybe you get your money back, but you don't make the profits. Baker Mayfield is probably in a better position to turn into like a Patrick Mahomes than Lamar Jackson is, but I also wouldn't bet on it because nobody's Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, <clears throat> so I would just take the money and look for that next guy. There's always a next guy. If there's yeah. anything I've learned in this entire thing is that there is always a next guy to invest in. You just have to find it. Yeah, but I'll also and, say... And if you have a really strong feeling about holding a guy, just do it so you're not mad at yourself yeah. later. I mean, if you're a big fan of the player, too, and you actually like sports cards, you probably won't be too upset at yourself. Like, I mean, I really like Orlando Garcia still, even though he's crap, but I have a bunch of cards, but I'm not mad that I still have um, Excuse you? He's not just crap. He's quite literally <laughs> the worst. The worst shortstop in all of baseball. Offensively. <laughs> Almost both. Oh, come on. Almost defensively, too. No joke. With I all know. the throwing errors he had this week, uh, this year, his these defensive uh, stats yeah. were bad. Yeah, his second half was better than his first half, though. Defense doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's still the I same was just season. saying. I was just saying. <clears throat> um, Anyways, tangent. Someone said, Giannis will go up, question mark. More, or will his stuff stay like this? Will he get better? So a couple of questions in there. Um, first off, Speaking of just basketball, I think Giannis will continue to get better. It seems like that's impossible for him to actually get worse skill-wise unless he just stops practicing. Um, it seems like every single thing that will happen. Yeah, every single – I mean, he's super one of the most out-there determined guys I've seen. Obviously, a lot of basketball players are, deter, are determined and professional athletes, but, I mean, the guy clearly cares about his game, and he put on so much muscle and stuff just to get to that point. So I see him being better every year. I heard he's working with Kyle Korver on a jump shot. Of course, that doesn't mean that he's going to be an amazing shooter, but just at least he's working on it. It's a good sign. Um, 
for the fact will he go up in price? It really feels like that if he keeps this. So here's the thing. I don't know if you guys have been following anything about the uh, rumors of Giannis and offseason free agency. I don't know if this is because of the new tampering. It's it's it's, it's bogus. They yeah, need it, something to talk about, and they it, talk about Giannis because he's the next big thing. Right, and. So, uh, there's a lot more with, like, the tampering rules and stuff now, too, to where even if you said, oh, yeah, I want to resign you, they'd probably fine him anyways. No, they so, did. They, they fined the Bucks for well, they signed them. Supermax. I know. I know. They fined yeah. the Bucks. So I'm saying they, they could, you know, turn on Giannis if he's like, yeah, I want to stay, whatever. I don't but know if they like, can find the player. But hey, what do, you, what do you just do? Because your volume is crap right now. What? It, it's like, it sounds like you're talking through, like, a funnel. Can you hear me now? Uh, it sounds the same way. What? Um, either way, I'll keep talking for now. You do whatever. And it, so it seems like the, the East is wide open for him to go and destroy uh, with no Kawhi, no LeBron. He's obviously the best player in the East. Uh, Bucks should make the Eastern Conference Finals for sure. And he takes one step further. The Bucks team in general, they're making the, the finals. And... I'm not saying they're going to win the finals, but if you get to the finals, you at least have a chance. And at that point, his cards should be more expensive than they are now. And here he has one MVP. He's only 24, 25. So. I'd also like to point out that end of season, he went, uh, let's see here, the last three months of the season, which was 13, 20, 26 games. Nope, 25 games. He had he made 29 threes out of 50, 75, 80, 90, 89 attempts, which not too bad. I, I, remember, I remember seeing a tweet that every single month in 2019, like January, February, March, April, whatever, he increases his three-point shooting percentage. Yeah. And along with that, he increased his free throw percentage. None of his months, months were above 730 or 73%, and then he shot 78%, 76%, 75% February, March, April. Yeah, and then so, unfortunately shot really poorly in the playoffs. Playoffs, right? so, yeah. But there is, uh, there is a nice trend at the end of the season, which obviously doesn't, you know, doesn't mean much, but at least there is somewhat of a right. uh, increase there. Yeah. So, so next up we have more valuable – Blue Prism rookie number of 199 or Silver Prism. I look at this all the time and is definitely the blue number of 199, always more valuable than the silver. The way this sometimes you get into um, a, a little bit of a debate when you talk about red of 299 versus silver, and I think it just depends on the player. Like Trey Young, the red number of 299 is worth way more than the silver, but that's because I think that the Red Hawks jersey combo. A Red Hawks logo combo with the um, the parallel looks really good, and then you go to a guy like let's say Shea Gilgis Alexander, and it's more even. Um, but normally, I'd say that red number out two ninety nine is pretty in line with silver. I mean, for me, long term, probably go with the red. It's serial serial number. It's always gonna uh, people know the production. Silver seem to be very highly produced, but also keep in mind that there's a good chance that silvers are way more known so to speak and in demand so in the short term a silver could go up more than a red number that 299 it's kind of like a double-edged sword to where you know either way i guess i think i think you're fine with either one i just it's just up to you there's something wrong about either way 
Um, so, go ahead. There was a Denver. Denver is loaded. I just want to run this past you. Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Jamal Murray, Juan Hernan Gomez, Paul Millsap, Mason Plumlee, Michael Porter Jr., Jeremy Grant, Torrey Craig, Nikolai Jokic, Will Barton, Jared Vanderbilt, Monte Morris. Bull Bull. Ah, uh, we lost Aaron. Aaron, come back to us. Might have lost me too, I don't know. All right, yep, we lost Aaron. All right. Um, unfortunately, I have no idea where Aaron was at on the questions. I was looking up something else. I was talking about Denver. I don't know if you, any of you heard that. Waiting on Aaron to uh, <coughs> join back in here any second. If he doesn't, we'll move on to the next question here, which was, why is Steph Curry's top Chrome rookies so much? Uh, Aaron would be able to comment on this better, but because Topps Chrome is I, I think around that time, Top Scrum was the only thing. It wasn't like uh, Yo, I have, no idea. I have no idea what happened there. Yeah, what are you doing, dude? Uh, I mean, it just kicked me on and said that you were done live streaming, so I think it was on you more than me. Just kidding. Not this guy. Everyone, everyone's still in here. Yeah. I assume they can still hear me. I, hey, I why, why is Steph Curry's Top Scrum working so much? Uh, because there's, there's only 999 made versus with LeBron, where there are a lot more than that made. Um, the Chrome Rookie yeah. Base is numbered on 989 versus LeBron's not number, and there's like three, 4,000 some in population for graded. And obviously, when you look at uh, ungraded, oh my gosh, this lasagna is heavy. <laughs> um, when you look at ungraded, there's even more out there too. So that would be why. You're going to have to read the questions out because I, I don't have any. <laughs> okay. Uh, thoughts on buying Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy B. That's Teddy you. You that, that is me. Uh, I would probably stay away from him. I know he's been really good on the Saints. Um, he's obviously going to get a starting gig somewhere next year. It would be kind of funny if it was the Vikings again because they went after Kirk Cousins instead of just re-signing Teddy Bridgewater cheap. Yeah. Uh, you can but him later. at the end of the day, he's, what, 28 right now, probably, 29? Yeah. Um, I don't actually know. I should put this down. I don't need to hold it anymore. Uh, I don't actually know how old he is, but he's not generally the type of quarterback, I assume, that people are trying to – they're always looking for the young backup, well, the super, super good bet, or like that. Or, or just the young, like, you know, Deshaun Watson's young, Dak Prescott is young. Teddy Bridgewater's right. kind of in that weird in-between area like an Annie Dalton type of guy is or something like that. And then let's call it the obvious. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, Drew Brees is playing. Yeah. So if you don't want to hold those – well, here's the thing. If you want to hold those for like a year, I guess. But the other thing is wait four weeks until Drew Brees is playing and then buy them. <laughs> I suppose also if you really want to try to make a quick buck in the two weeks to three weeks, fine. But that's a pretty big gamble, I'd say. 
Yeah. Um, also, thoughts on buying Washington Redskins players since the new coach will be there. Until we know which coach, and even up past then, I would stay away. The Redskins have shown no ability to get talented players into their organization. It's been one of the worst-run organizations I've seen in a while. Uh, they, they are a joke. The Washington Redskins are a joke. I just, I would not, I would not buy any, any of their cars, especially because if it's not a quarterback, you're buying that McLaren kid, Darius Geis, you know, I wouldn't buy those guys. Um, and how sad is it for the Redskins who had Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and, uh, 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 Chargers coach. Why can't I think of the Chargers coach? No, the Rams coach. No, yeah, McVay. Wait, who's the Chargers coach? It's like, uh, I can't think of it. Anyway, or maybe it was McVay. I don't think the Chargers coach too, but they also had Matt LaFleur, who's the Packers coach now. And they're all pretty good coaches, and I'm sure the Redskins would like all of them, but instead they had Jay Gruden, who was bad. So... Uh, uh, yeah. No, read something off. Actually, I'll just wait until you catch up to where I'm at. DK cards with it releasing next week. What are your thoughts on 2019 tops update? <laughs> I have immediate thoughts, not as much as to, I suppose, the checklist. Mostly because I don't think there's one completely out yet, which is gonna. And if there is one, I guess I should be looking for them. Be on top of that. However there's a much more permanent thing and it's that people are charging like distributors are charging preset or yeah, pre-sale prices of like 115 bucks, a hobby box, a hundred, 115 in years past, you could get hobby boxes for 50 to $60 after the release, like a week after. So clearly <laughs> uh, you're going to have to almost double your price right off a of release to rip it. And also, the fact that Alonzo, Tatis, Eloy, Vlad have already all had base rookies and tops is very scary because if, okay, here's the thing. They could have an update rookie, like look at, you know, Acuna, how he had an SP in Series 2, Vlad might have an update base. He probably will, let's be honest. Um, but if you look at a guy like Tatis, there's a super high chance he does not have any base rookies and he will just have rookie debuts, which will be very invaluable. But, you know, then you're playing the game for your Hira, your Senzel, your Paddock, and that's not carrying $115 a box. As much as I love Hira, it's not carrying it. So, really, you just have to hope, one, that they – this is honestly worse. I would rather not have them do this. Put in base rookies of Alonzo and Tatis and Vlad and Eloy, which would be stupid because that makes Series 2 pointless or one or the other pointless. Or you're overpaying. Either way, you're overpaying. So either way, I actually think it's not going to be that great. There you go. Uh, what are your thoughts on Luis Garcia or and Simon Muzioti? Muzioti. I'm just going to I'm just going to cover Luis Garcia of the Phillies. What? Yeah. Okay. I was just saying he's probably asking about the Phillies because of the checklist for 2018 or 2019. No, no. I, he, he puts it. He puts Phillies in there. You kind of you can't see it, but. Right. Um, Luis Garcia had an absolutely terrible year. 127 games, he hit 186 with a 261 on base and a 255 slugging. The 80 points higher on base percentage is nice, but the average in slugging is terrible. You can tell he didn't get to his power because he had a .069 ISO, which is really bad. Uh, he had no power to begin with. 
He's a decent fielder with what we thought was some hit and no power, and now it's like a good eye, no power. Hitting was whack, a 186 average, and an A ball is bad. Uh, I know he's 19 years old, but this 18 last year when he was playing, he's 19 years old in six days. It's just I would not invest in him until you see something out of him because there's guys that have bad years, <clears throat> and then there's guys that get 524 plate appearances and hit 186. That's worse than bad. That is that that can sink an entire uh, prospect before he gets out of A ball with how much that will do to his psyche. So, that's that. All right. Um, uh, is Darius Garland an upper deck exclusive, Aaron? Do you know that? Because I definitely don't. I do not, but now that I think about it, I haven't seen any autographs and contenders on him, so I lean towards yes. But he'll probably, um, he'll probably have base rookies in prism and stuff. Yeah. What do you think LeBron James' Chrome prices will be if he wins a championship in uh, LA? Good, we're caught up finally. Um, I'd say probably around three thousand. Well, actually, they could be three thousand by the time the playoffs come if they're going to be the number one seed. I don't know, three thousand or thirty-five hundred depends how much money's in the hobby at the time. You really, you really think they'd be able to get the number one seed with that depth behind? <coughs> and LeBron and Davis. See, I feel like you say that, but I feel like there's a whole group of people that think that their back-end roster is way better than last year's. I think there's a whole lot of people that, uh, well, number one, their back-end roster was terrible last year. Number yeah. two, still trash. Number three, know. DeMarcus Cousins out for the year. Yet again. Oh, yeah, wait, did he tear his something? ACL. Yeah, that's wild. Or, no, Achilles. No, ACL. No, here, here did the Achilles. Here he tore his Achilles. ACL, I think. Uh, Howard, though, so bro. I, don't, I don't get what people are thinking. Obviously, Anthony Davis and LeBron are – Anthony Davis is the best player LeBron's ever played with and will ever play with, but still. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, if you're caught up, then I guess we can go from there. Thoughts on Pascal Siakam? Uh, he Ooh. obviously had a huge – season last year um after being relatively not known his cards jumped a ton uh with Kawhi gone you know maybe he's going to be asked to do a lot more for the team or at least just a lot in general <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily buy him because I don't know how far they're going to get in the playoffs which is going to be a huge determining factor so I probably just look to put into someone that you know has a higher chance to get better yeah we don't know we don't know if he's going to be really good when he's counted on as the number one or number two score. Yeah. And that's terrifying. You're, when you're the number three, it's a lot easier to get those shots when you have yeah. Kawhi in front of you. Yeah, everyone's everyone's putting their best defender on Kawhi. Now Siakam's probably going to get their best defender. He's going to have to go up against the Paul Georges and the Jimmy Butlers of the world. He's not going to have to go up against Giannis because they don't use Giannis on the other team's best defender. They let him rove around so that he can get uh, help defense in the paint, uh, which is more valuable to the Bucks than other teams. But <clears throat> he's going to get the number one defender on every other team now. And I don't think that's going to work well for him. But I could be wrong. There you go. 
Ryan Finley, Jared Stidham, invest in either. Ryan Finley is a backup for the Bengals. Jared Stidham, backup for the Chargers. I seriously know nothing about either. I haven't researched them at all. Wait, Stidham actually might be the backup for the Patriots. Is that Patriots? Patriots, yeah, sorry. Uh, so I tell you what, I would not invest in anything on the Bengals. That yeah. team is a dumpster fire, too. The Bengals, yeah. the Redskins, the Dolphins. Yeah, wouldn't do it. I mean, honestly, Stidham, the only way, way that I can even say yes is just these time breaks back up, and those guys always seem to go and have a good couple game stretches here and there elsewhere, like Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett, stuff like that. So, honestly, you just can't speak much on them. Yeah. Nate, is Jordan Adams a good investment? Uh, if you followed Aaron and I for a while, you would know that we love – we love Jordan Adams. Um, a lot of people hated on him, but a lot of people forget that he was a two-star athlete that was supposed to go to North Carolina for football, signed with the Angels, made it to high A, was not great. In low A, he hit 250, 346, 358, which was 10% better than league average. Um, but 11.7 walk rate and 22% strikeout rate was much better than you're expecting. In high A, he had a 12.5% walk rate, but with a 35% K rate, but a 229, 325, 400, got to his power more, hit less, got to his power more. <clears throat> Jordan Adams is one of those guys that you're just going to have to be really patient on. Has a ton of tools, but never concentrated on baseball solely. Like a lot of, a lot of kids will focus on baseball solely once they get <clears throat> sophomore year of high school, junior year of high school type of thing. This guy was a two-sport athlete. He did not focus on baseball solely. He's not going around playing circuits because he's playing football and stuff during the fall. Uh, you just have to be patient and confident in the Angels. If you're confident in the Angels' development system, and you should be because they've had a lot of good guys come out of there, you know, think Joe Adele, think the next guy in the question list, uh, Brandon Marsh. Um It's just it's gonna it's gonna be a while. If you invest now, don't look at him like, oh, I invest today and I'm gonna make my money back next season. It might be two seasons down the line. It might be three seasons. Eventually, I think his his potential will get through. For a guy that did not play at all, <clears throat> um, well, did not play at all, did not play very much. Uh, running running 12% walk rates is extremely good. He's got pop. He's got speed. He's got defense. I expect big things. Also, I think it's a really good cheap gamble. Like it, I know people are talking about gambling on Michael Porter Jr., who's Prism Silver PSA tens, probably around one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, but you know, you go and you spend twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. I don't know how much they are right now on a Jordan Adams base autograph, and it's a pretty good cheap gamble. Yeah, and Jordan Adams, if he figures it out, even fifty percent of the way, if he has a semi good season, he is the type of player that prospect guys love to put on their top prospect lists. Love it. Halfway good season, he is on a list somewhere, at which point the guys that don't really pay attention to the prospect market will be like, oh, this guy, he's super athletic. Let's invest, and you'll see that price rise. Yeah, once he hit the top 100 <laughs> and they see the athleticism, it'll be crazy. Um, yeah. Quick here, someone asked. Oh, actually, you can talk about Brandon Marsh quick, but quicker than what he just talked about Jordan Adams with. Um, had a good season. I've never been super excited about him. Has always had kind of high strikeout rates, but has had high walk rates. Uh, 
cut his walk rate, but doesn't really didn't really get to any power this year. Um, but again, if you're confident in the Angels, you should be confident in him. He's only 21. He plays outfield. He is athletic. Same thing like Adams just had more refined, I guess. So. And then Stephen Curry, Topps Chrome rookie, is it a buy? I think if you're going to, you are hinging on the fact that he's going to be looked at as one of the best players of his time in the league, and his popularity is really unmatched, unmatched aside from LeBron. Super popular guy all around with kids, with everything. Um, that will drive it. The low supply will drive it. I think – I know they're super expensive, so you really have to have a lot of money and feel comfortable spending it to do it. I'm not telling you that you're going to make a ton of money, but it's, like, in the short term. But if you're looking long term, you can't really go wrong with the guy. that has got two MVPs already, best shooter ever, won champion, um, championships. A uh, big thing, big thing to remember is that uh, Maury from the Rockets, their GM, his comments on Twitter this week about China. Uh, you should be, if you're investing in basketball cards, you should be taking this very seriously because China is a huge market. They buy a lot of basketball cards, and if if they cut off the NBA, uh, like it looks like, either the NBA is going to go one of two directions. They're either going to sign with Maury and condemn China, which China is going to hate, which they should do. That's the correct answer. Or they're going to side with the owners who want money and they're going to condemn Maury and the owners are going to still make their money from China and China's still going to buy a ton of NBA cards. But it can only go one of two ways. If they go the uh, way they should, you may see a lot of these basketball card markets drop because China has a lot of money and they love the NBA, and they are a big buyer in yeah. this market. I was actually <laughs> going to talk to you about that today, Nate, and then I was also going to bring it up with Steph Curry because people in China love Steph Curry, even particularly Steph Curry more than other people too. Um, so, yeah, it could be something there for sure, and it's very serious. And also, like, the whole situation is very odd. Like, it's just – I mean, I know that we're talking about China, but it's super odd. Imagine Daryl Morey, one of the best GMs in the NBA, getting fired for the sake of sticking up for something that is a good cause. Yeah. I mean, do you know how <laughs> terrible it would be, you know, to be those people and then see yeah. the NBA shut off because someone supported your good cause? Yeah, the NBA is in a tough spot because either they lose a bunch of people in China or they lose a bunch of people in the USA that are like, uh, what? So well, either the, way, it's a lose-lose. The problem <laughs> is is that the people that they lose in China aren't losing because they want to not watch. It's because their stupid government wants to take it away from them. I mean, true, but yeah, uh, they could also be you know people that support the government that also support the NBA in China. Well, Who knows? Okay, yeah, that it's, it's tough. It's tough to know. It's tough to know. I don't know anything about the situation in China. Um, yeah. Going on, Josh Allen, Bills, like dislike. I know where I stand. Where do you stand, Aaron? I think that if they win a bunch of games and make the playoffs, that his cards just have to go up from here. I mean, he's, he's got an arm. One, he, right? he, he's got a great rocket of an arm. Accuracy is a little, <laughs> a little iffy at times, but he's improved a lot from last year, which means a lot. Um, he's got the legs to put up some stats on the ground, which is big for fantasy implications, which also reflect in card values. Um, and the Bills have a <laughs> tremendous defense, and they played the Patriots really well. 
and Josh Allen just didn't have a great game because the Patriots defense is super good too. Yeah. So I like him. I know you do too. I will say this. You take out the Patriots game, his season stats look much better. Once you put in the Patriots, who are a great defense, you know, they like worse. The Bills get one good wide receiver in there to pair with. <laughs> one good, good wide receiver. I'm not talking the John Browns and Zay Jones of the world. But, like, a legit wide receiver in there, uh, I think he could look a lot better. I really like Josh Allen. I like the wheels on him. I like the really strong arm. Maybe if they grab, like, Robbie Anderson, who's not being used by the Jets, let him just run down the field because he's super, super fast and let Josh Allen use that strong arm, you know? It's just, I like the guy. For how cheap he is, especially his prism base cards yeah. compared to almost everyone else. Now, it's it's tough to get them because everyone's like, oh, pay me a dollar plus three ninety nine shipping. I don't want to pay five bucks for a Josh Allen prism base card. Um, but if you can go on to Comp C and get a bunch of them for like 80 cents, 90 cents, whatever, and stack them up and pay one price for shipping, I might go that way. I'll say this. So there's no way you're paying 80 cents for Josh Allen base. Nah, I don't. I don't know what the prices are, but uh, I would just say, just didn't want people to get excited and rush on the comp and buy them off for eighty cents. That's true. They're probably like two fifty or something, right? <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is I wouldn't pay five dollars for them, but if I'm getting a couple for five bucks, it's worth the game. They they seem to be around the five dollar range here and there, five to seven with shipping, four to seven. All right. Well, let's talk about this PSA 10, 30 bucks. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good deal. I mean, you can do a PSA 10 of Josh Allen, whose team is probably going to make the playoffs for 30 bucks, or you can do a PSA 10 of Dak Prescott for, like, 150 of a guy who played three terrible teams, and they won. They played two good teams, and they got destroyed. Well, no. not, not, destroyed. not destroyed by the Saints, but they <laughs> were destroyed by the package for a little bit. Yeah, I, I, that was the one I was thinking of. They only lost 12 to 10 against the Saints, but – yeah. Offense got destroyed. Um, and, yeah, that how, offense. How high can Watson Silver Prism climb a lot? If they make the playoffs and he puts up a couple performances like he did this week, uh, <laughs> quite a bit considering that his market, I thought, was already low for what it was before. You saw guys like or Kyle Allen and Mason Rudolph and Daniel Jones and – all these guys getting money dumped into them because they come the starter and they put up a decent week. There's not much to go off of, but they have Deshaun Watson, uber talented, obviously has already won games, made the playoffs, this and that. <laughs> has a great, great quarterback talent. And his cards were not moving at all. And I think that now you're not going to be able to make as much money that last week and the weeks before he was a definite buy. And I know in our emails that Nate and I send out daily, um, we were putting him in there all the time Yeah, for people to uh, buy. A little bit of a – they played the Falcons. Falcons have a terrible defense. They play the Chiefs next week. Chiefs' defense is not great. Chiefs' team is banged up. <clears throat> but then they play the Colts, who just stymied the Chiefs. The Raiders aren't great. But then they play the Jaguars uh, again, and then the Ravens, and then the Colts, and then the Patriots, and then the Broncos, and then the Titans. And then the Buccaneers, who have the number one run defense in the league, and then the Titans. So the the defensive schedule here on out is pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, suppose don't expect 450 yards and five touchdowns every week. Otherwise, you'd be disappointed. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, it might be 
it might be pretty <clears throat> just defensively it might be pretty tough i mean obviously deshaun watson's really good if they can give him pass protection uh he's looked amazing if they don't give him pass protection you're in for a rough week Very much it's just so. something to look at schedule is always much. important for guys like this and then offensive lines huge too with a guy like baker mayfield also Against the Rams, you know, no time. Looked really bad. Next week against the Ravens, has time. They win by a bunch. Obviously, he didn't put up, like, four touchdowns, but, you know, had a high completion percentage and a lot of yards. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Uh, random question, but just hit a Wander Franco sparkle, <clears throat> speckle refractor, BGS. No, well, God, you are having a tough time reading this. Random question, but just hit a Franco sparkle refractor. BGS 9.5 in a case break. How do you hit a BGS 9.5 in a case, though? That's what it – that's – Well, my, I'm, I'm thinking as a repack product. Um, oh. And can't find a comp on eBay. Where else can I look? <laughs> uh, eBay, honestly. Um, honestly. There's probably not much other places you can go to find that card selling and where to see how much it's sold for. I'm sure that some have sold through Instagram, Facebook, whatnot. Uh, let me just look here and see if I can find anything just in case you might have looked over it. Not saying you did. Um, like double check but either way nice hit congrats on that yeah you think it was an auto or just a speckle uh, oh actually no I, you didn't say auto so i mean it's well, still a nice hit true i guess here's the thing i was thinking there's definitely comps and autos it probably wasn't an auto if he's asking because <laughs> i doubt that there there might not be comps on the non-autos the autos yeah. are around 750 dollars right now oh there's one that's sold on september 9th for 100 for a non-auto so there you go either way 750 or 100 bucks for BGS 95? Yeah, I would crack that and put it over to PSA. <laughs> uh, DK Cars, why are StockX's card prices so high? I saw that there was a Topps Chrome Refractor Reese Hoskins for 200. I'll just say, from my thoughts, it's probably going to take StockX a little bit of time to figure out that people just in the card market are not going to overpay for stuff just because they're StockX. Well, here, here's the thing so when places like this start up, they add their own cards and their own inventory onto the site to get a catalog in there for other people to list those same cards. Generally, when they do that, they list it high just to set the market at whatever they want to. Not saying anyone's going to buy it. They're not. But at least it gives people something on there to then list the card because they have to upload a card with some inventory and have it themselves before anyone else can even put it up. Mm -hmm. So that's generally what's happening there. And that's why you're going to see super high prices until – more people start listing their cards on there. Personally, I would probably use other things than StockX, but that's just me. <laughs> well, yeah, at least until it becomes a mainstream thing. Yeah. Um, Bennett, miss you too. Hope you're doing well. And then thoughts Between on Wednesday. I don't want to talk GOAT. I agree with that. That's funny. Thoughts on when so far and where you can see his Prism Rookie PSA 10 prices at the end of the year. Uh, right now, I'm pretty sure they're around 120, maybe they're around 100. Uh, I've liked him for months and months and months now. It looks like he's still healthy, which is a good sign. They won against the Packers, which was huge, but they all, Wentz also didn't really have that great of a game. I think he played decently this week. Um, he went 17 for 29 with a touchdown of 189 yards. Yeah, so nothing great. No. Granted, they granted they romp the the Jets, yeah, so it's kind of hard to say if he even like if you didn't watch the game, it's hard <laughs> to say if he got all the opportunity to have the game. Um, 110 for PSA 10. I don't know. Eagles make the playoffs. 
probably around 150. Like, I feel like that he's going to have to have bigger weeks to see your two-time impress. He's at, he's at 10 touchdowns and two interceptions through five weeks. You extrapolate that out, you're probably at – 32 touchdowns and nine interceptions over a 16-game season, something like that, eight interceptions, right? It, it's fine, but yeah. it's nothing, like, spectacular. Yeah, if he um, hits that 40 touchdown mark, then you're looking at, like, 200 hours probably. Yeah. Um, Hello, your boy, Fairly Sports Cards. How's it going? Hey, what's up? And then how do you decide what cards to send to PSA? Uh, really what you should be doing is you should be looking at how much your card is worth ungraded, looking at how much it's worth PSA 10, and then looking at the card and figuring out if it's worth it, sending it to get a PSA 10, and then you'll know if it's worth it or not. Yeah. Also, uh, totally forgot about the lasagna. Oh, nice. Well, we're, we, oh, oh, oh. oh you got to pull it out of the oven? Yeah. That's oh, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. you can you can wrap this up as we're walking. No one else has to ask. I mean, we only we only have five minutes. We got one. Le- we'll take this last question here. Do you guys think that the Acuna Pops update will keep going up in price? Yes. Uh, Acuna looks like the type of guy that is going to have a peak, um, <clears throat> a peak of a number of, you know, seven, eight win seasons in a row. You know, think, think 26, 27, 28, 29. He'll probably get, like, eight wins a season. That's good for 32 wins above replacement. The cutoff for Hall of Famer is 60. He's already halfway there. He's only 21. Uh, he gets a bunch of four or five seasons before that point. He gets a bunch of four or three seasons after that point. You know, you're probably looking at, like, over 100 wins above replacement player, which is one of the best players of all time. You're definitely – his prices are definitely going to go up. There you go. Oh. All right. Is that with it? That's that, all we got? Yep. With that, I'd uh, like to thank you all for asking a bunch of good questions. I think we had a lot of good uh, conversation today. Oh, yeah. I know I enjoyed it. Maybe yeah. my explanations were a bit too long, but look at that. We got four minutes left, and we're getting yeah, out we of here a little early. So. Hit all the questions, too, so that's important. Hit all the questions. Um, thanks, guys. We have a, We had a podcast come out tonight. Actually, right. posted. So go listen after this. Check out Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, bio link if you don't want to go to those. Uh, it's a really good one on the 2018 Bowman product line for baseball. All three products, looking at the checklist, uh, determining which product is the best in hindsight and what players are there to key in on it. Yep. So a lot of hindsight, just a nice little recap of stuff. We'll do that with, uh, we'll try to do that with like <clears throat> every product now, mm. basketball. Football. I mean, not every single one. We're not going to yeah. do like impeccable football, right? Uh, but the big ones, we'll try to do. We'll try to do look backs, and then uh, we'll have more podcasts this week and uh, stuff and like that. Also, last thing, don't forget tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Central Time. Go try to buy a first off the line contenders, or sorry, Prism Basketball draft picks, hundred twenty dollars. Probably going to flip for three hundred to four hundred uh, the day that they release. Um, going to be really hard to get, but might as well try. All right. That's all well, I got. Nate, thank you for joining. Yeah. And uh, we will talk to you guys next Monday, same time.